Warrior, everybody, the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast, your home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, fellas? Rainy weekend, it is. What's going on, y'all? What's up? How's it going? What's going on? Yeah, I haven't got that rain here yet, but look oh, like it's coming. Look at the rain, all right? No, it's, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I saw Central Park Zoo with the Sea Lion Escape. Went a little farther. I've seen Brooklyn got hit pretty bad. So I hope everybody is safe, at least. The Flatbush was flooded. Yeah. It was yeah, bad. No, it's... It was one of those, one of those. I mean, from New York, I know how it is when disasters happen. So hopefully, uh, I don't think it was disaster. I think it was just like you know, more rain. Hey, what's going, what's going on, guys? So I think yeah, I got six or seven inches of rain, which is a lot. That'll be it for a while, it looks like, and then we'll probably get some late before the uh, snow comes. I don't mind like the rain, so except if you're taking the subway. Yeah, a lot of subways got messed up right now. So that's that. I was it was crazy. We'll well, enough, for that, enough for that, enough for that, enough for that. We don't, we don't, you know what I'm saying? When you, we got past it, we're your PA, but, you know, we'll be past it. Let's get right into this. Let's get right into what we have going on today. Actually, this whole weekend in general. Uh, we got some some No Mercy to talk about. Yeah, we got we some have... previews. We got Russell Dream preview. There's a whole lot we got to break down. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, we'll, we'll start off with uh, the breaking news of the week, something that we've all kind of predicted of happening, and it's officially happened, and that's, Jade Cargill officially signing with the WWE, yep. and you know what? This is a this is a this is a big deal um, because we we've seen the potential that Jade Cargill um, has. We've seen what she's done in AEW. Now she goes to a bigger company in WWE, and right. there's just so many fantasy matches ahead of her. I'm really excited to see where. Uh, where this takes off will she start at nxt will she start at the main roster personally in my opinion i think nxt should be her first stop i've always said that jade cargill uh, again has the look has the physique uh has the mic skills now the only thing that she needs working is her ring skills and i've always she never really had the proper training for that she was sort of like a green talent coming in but she proved herself Undefeated. Well, was well yeah, beyond. Yeah, well week beyond. Week she's been improving. But I, basically, I I'll, I'll, uh, look at an example right now. Dominic Mysterio being another example. Basically, she. I think she's going to go the route of Dominic. I don't even think she's going to go to NXT. I think she go to main roster. I think. See, I think it's the perfect opportunity. If there's one superstar that I think should take the belt off Becky, that you know, Becky losing the NXT title won't hurt her. Uh, at all, obviously, because Becky has made a name for herself. Right. But Becky losing the title to Jade Cargill, I think, would be a tremendous deal. I think they should go Correct. that route. Correct, Jade... but do you give the belt to somebody who hasn't really debuted it yet in the show? Or do you have somebody debut on the main roster and have them squash somebody that's big time? In a, in I mean, there's ways to go about it. We've seen, you know, Soraya, when she was in WWE, take over AJ Lee, we've seen that yeah. happen, and then vice yeah, versa right. when they were AJ Lee back. You know what I mean? So there's 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 that option. You can go with, um, you know, going you know like Roxanne Perez route where you go slow and steady. So there's two ways you can go about it, or you just give her you know run into a big feud already, whether she wins or loses, and not give her anything at all. Well, the path of NXT looks like they're going to have a lot of women wrestlers that they they see in the fancy as potential people to have title reigns so yeah let's we could throw a jay card go in there and then you know we're talking about the pay-per-view obviously 
We've still got Becky's still going to be there because Becky said she wants to work for NXT for a bit. You got Tiffany Shrine. Can't dismiss her. One of Soto's favorites, Roxanne. Can't dismiss her. Obviously, one name that we haven't seen in a long time, Cora. And so, Nikita, when she get back. But, you yeah, know, it's, don't forget, it's a matter there's of time. also. There's also options. Keanu James, there's Blair and Gigi, though the main prominent ones. And don't forget Thea too. You can't you can't go wrong here. She goes to NXT. She can just work with so many people. She would have a, a lot year. of people to feud. She would have a lot of people to feud with. And just do a year. Win lose win lose or whatever. Like you could just do whatever you want to do with her and let it's interesting though. That but gets care of. We don't know what brand she's gonna go to. It sort of was teased yesterday, obviously. Because we also have that they had that promotional ad sh- shown on a show on SmackDown, so they basically showed her signing, you know, touted it. You know, I wonder if curious if I'm sure they're going to keep her name as Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. sort of a la AJ Styles and a couple other people. I don't think they're going to change her name because you wouldn't promote somebody, in my opinion, as that name if you don't plan on keeping them as that name. So totally. I think she's going to be as a name. And I know WWE has gotten away from letting wrestlers, you know, keep their real name and do this and whatnot, but I think she might be an exception to the rules since she's one of their bigger signings. But what do you guys think about her potentially being on SmackDown? Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I think, again, eventually, when you... Alright, SmackDown right now is the brand that they're focused in on, right? WWE is is high on, right? WWE is higher on SmackDown. SmackDown Raw, might right? go to three hours, too, and Raw might go to two. Right, so... My my thing is they've been promoting her and I've never seen I wouldn't say never, but I I can't remember the last time I've seen WWE go all out for a free agent signing. Like I really can't remember. Last the last big one I can remember, honestly, I don't it wasn't AJ because AJ was just talked about. Well, AJ honestly, was talked about it was rumored, but I'm saying heavily promoted. Kurt Angle. Way, That's the last one. I mean he did the CNN interview was talking about WWE. To be honest, not even that. I'm just saying, like, WWE, like, has been salivating over signing Jade Cargill, and now they have her, right? And WWE is the place that Jade Cargill always wanted to go. She tried out. It didn't pan out. She made a name for herself in AEW, and she had a tremendous run. Now she's in WWE, and all she says, you know, um, coming to WWE was an easy choice, uh, you know, for her because she wants to create a legacy. She wants to be in the Hall of Fame. So she knows that W for her was a stepping stone. Jade Cargo to- is a she's a brand basically. That's the base best way to put it. She's a brand. She wants to brand herself. She wants to be one of the best all time. And for those fans who don't know, I know Soda knows and B knows because you know everybody all of us are the whiz kids when it comes to wrestling. But so obviously Soda's a tier above us with a lot of stuff. But uh, uh, Jade was in <laughs> I don't think so. Now, now you now you're not boasting oh. but Jade Cargo is in the same training class as Bianca Belair, for those who don't know as well. So, so that's it's sort of it's sort of a full circle for her. So. Yeah, and and isn't it ironic that Cody Rhodes, right? We're gonna bring Cody Rhodes into this. Cody Rhodes was I was wait, I was waiting for it. <laughs> one of the guys who helped establish and create AEW. Correct. Um, it didn't pan out, and he went back to WWE. But Cody was one of the guys she mentioned helped that decision of her coming into WWE. Now, if she says that, who else? Whoever, who else? Does, I, whoever I, wants to go and try new things. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoever wants to try new things. So, a name that, again, I, I'm going to mention, 
Ricky Starks, I think, is another guy who, with Cody, like, well, with Cody's advice and whatnot, I think I see him in a WWE ring as well. Some former uh, WWE talent that went to AEW. I think Andrade. I think, who else? Uh, Malachi Black. I feel like those two guys are on their way back to, to WWE at some don't forget, point. Don't forget Andrade, too. That's another name that's been rumored. Yeah, but I mentioned Andrade. I said Andrade and Malachi Black. The, the well, bigger, if Andrade and Malachi come back, that's cool. But the better option, the better, the better insights are where you have those who were AEW first. Right. W Originals. Yeah. That's because Cody was WWE originally. He will always be WWE. Went to AEW due to, you know, disagreements in, in decision making and whatnot. And then you have him doing his own thing, rebranding himself to being this elite talent. Went to all elite, no pun intended. And now he's back in WWE as this superstar status, carrying he sort of shows upon shows. Cody Rhodes, believe it or not, I consider his story sort of like a lot of other wrestlers that left and came back, but one that particularly stands out to me. That sort of had a similar path, and it's become huge. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew uh, his... Drew's a mid-card talent that couldn't get over the hump. Left, rebranded himself, and then came back. And came back. Better than ever. Came back more muscular, built, more established. Uh, had to run in independent, multiple promotions, obviously. Uh, Impact, you know, uh, New Japan Pro, everywhere. Made but a in, huge In this case, though. you have Jay. Same thing Cody did. Only, who only knows AEW. And she made a name for herself there. Yeah. So those who leave as your, as an original will have a bigger impact because they had left to go to a rival company. But yeah, it's it's a big get for WWE. They play flip flops all the time. Like so, you've seen you know, Jericho come back a thousand times. We'll yeah. never not like Chris Jericho no matter what. You know what I mean? Like we've seen that happen so many times. We've seen McFoley when that's WCW. why I think Rhodes is key. I mean, key, key in the sense that he's, those... he's the one that's going to start a trend, right? Well, I said he started the trend. Ago. He started the trend, and I think he's going to be the bridge. Yeah. So, so he is going to be like any AEW originals who are unhappy with AEW. He is. I'm pretty sure they'll probably reach out to Cody Rhodes the way Jade Cargill has, and be like, "Well, how's life on the other side?" And that's interesting for just in general because obviously we think all you guys think that MJF probably resigned already. What we talked about a couple weeks ago. They can't lose. Him. They're not going to lose him. But they said absolutely signing with uh, no. They said no. Something came out recently. I saw a comment. I think it was on Twitter that somebody said that WWE views Jade Cargo more as a big get than MJF in their eyes because the women's division is also lacking. So also that's that's a big plus. Well, that's booking's fault and just different things that they push booking or it's it's management that's still a sign you need no matter what. And don't forget, there's there's another signing. That WWE has officially announced, but we obviously knew and waiting for her to debut, and that could be as soon as next week, which was Kyrie too. Don't forget, she's in that mix too. Supposedly she resigned with WWE. So resigned or it's new signing? No, resigned. She's back with them, supposedly. Oh, okay. All all I know is is you know, getting Jade Cargill it's huge. WWE has huge. two big signings recently. One international and one here from AEW, so they're 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 making they're making moves. Everybody say, "Oh, they're going to be frozen because Endeavor." No, they're still making moves, and they got no, and they no, got no. moves planned. I, I, listen, all unfortunately, all those cuts, it was because those superstars weren't being used, with the exception of Ali and Dana Brooke. Well, but, Ali, they were Ali was sort of I don't know if you guys heard the story, but it was sort of a blindsided thing that NXT officials were pissed about. Right, because, right. No, but I'm saying like they were used at the time that they were cut. Now. Correct. They still have money 
to get you know to get these free agents. Let me see if AEW or Impact, you know, were to let go of a couple of wrestlers, AEW, I mean WWE would keep the eye on that. And uh, like, we already example, we already know who WWE's next big sign is going to be. It's uh, Beast Boy that's going to be coming back probably at some point. That's a major possibility. Uh, well, they've been they teased they teased it. You saw that with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins yeah, teased it. Yeah, they teased it and they teased it with Cody. So I mean, listen, the possibility of CM Punk to WWE, I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent. Went from like it's likely and it's like, he might end up being. And guess what NXT though? As well. And guess what though? He came back and mended the bridges of a lot of people. Jade Cargo likes CM Punk. She said numerous times that he was nothing but helpful to her at her time in AEW. Hey, Shawn Michaels recently vouched for. CM yes. Punk. Yes. So what's and, he gonna say about anybody and, else then? This is validating my point. And one those more name. who don't like him, but but a lot of people do like him. A lot of people at but, higher ups and high levels in the wrestling world vouch for CM Punk. There's one more Especially name now, that. probably the best, the biggest women's free agent who just signed a WWE also back CM Punk. So if CM Punk was to come back to WWE realistically, so which we which we all him. which we all think is a high possibility now, especially since. What is it? Survivor Series is in Chicago. Correct me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Yeah. So, what if that's a bridge for AJ to come back? I know she said she doesn't really want to do anything major, but if you guys seen a uh, heels, she still got in the ring. Period. Yeah. No. I mean, listen. It's all. It's all possible. That's why with, like, I would say never say never. Wrestling like, is yes. wrestling. Is, wrestling is exciting. Let's just put it that way. With all the shit that could happen. Wrestling but is exciting. if if. WWE were to get CM Punk, again, that would be just as big a deal as Jade Cargill. Even bigger, because it's like after 10 years, you never thought CM Punk would return to the company that you could say did him dirty, you know? They did um, They did each other dirty. He did them and, dirty, and, and they did each other. He did them and dirty. With, and they did them worse. And I was about getting fired on your wedding day. Yes, and, I, that's wrong. But they, they apologize for that. There were rumors that, you know, he was he was trying to essentially find his way back to WWE as early as this year, you know he was he, trying to work. He apologized a, a lot with, of people. Ke- with Kevin Owens. That's the first, that's the rumored name that is in for Big Twenty Twenty Four, which has been on a lot of different dirt sheets like PWI. A lot of different people have reported that uh, KO is in for a Big Twenty Twenty Four. So I wonder if that's what's in the cards for him. Him CM Punk versus a KO feud. That yep. works. And also a KO would probably possibly be turned heel. So just. I just think of the old ROH days. Just think of Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens versus CM Punk. Yeah. That would be. Going back to Jay Cargill, the options are endless. You have you have basically the entire women's NXT roster, which all are going to be elite, like top tier talent within five years. Let's just call it how it is. Right. We don't know how long Charlotte's going to be around. Becky, you know, now she's a mom, and we've seen how that worked with a lot of other female talents. You know, you can go on Lacey Evans. Grant is not the same town, but she's a mom. And now her career is different now. Now that she's gone, but she's a mom. She's parent. Life changes a lot doing 200, 300 something days on the road. So that's one concept. Um, if, she goes, if she goes to Raw, you have plenty of people to work with. You work long storylines with SmackDown, same thing. More notably, Bianca Belair. Yeah, there's... there's- there's a whole bunch now, actually, of like, because of the lack of production from the women's division, not from a talent perspective, but from a storyline perspective, you can patch her in in three month programs with anybody. And by the time she's all said and done, that's like four years worth of, of projects. Yeah. Um, real quick before we go to the next segment, I think for me, 
the top three superstars that make the most sense for a feud with Jade, Gar- Jade Cargill is Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley. Yes. Those three Probably Charlotte ones. third, Ripley two, Bianca one. Well, Bianca one would be interesting because obviously coming from the same training class would be... Two powerhouse wrestlers. That's just like one. And Rhea, Rhea the champ. So it's like, you know, you can go a, do a lot of different ways with Rhea as champ. And then Charlotte Flair because Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Also, yeah. don't forget, don't forget Raquel as well as also a powerhouse too. So that would be interesting. I know. Too. I'll go with those three first. Somebody was saying that she might feud with Nia Jax. I was like, please. Nia Jax would work too, but you know, please. Could work. I mean, Nia Jax is taking out the women's division, and who knows? Like, she's somebody still, which is uh, and what we Jade see. could be kind of like the savior of the women. Who knows? She's, Jade is coming in as a face. There's no yeah. chance of hell she's coming in as a heel. No chance. Heels just like that. Three she top heels as a heel. With. She killed it as a heel in AEW. She did. Who but do you want to introduce her to a new audience with her being a heel? I, mean, I, I don't really care the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, it's regardless. I Face Great. or heel. Uh, as long as she comes in and gets put in productive situations, Great. not like in comparison how the OC was done when they first came to WWE, then when they came back, now they're being treated the same way. Just jobber matches. Just don't do that. You know, they're, they're definitely not show some respect and no. do what you're supposed to do. There's no way. But, no but way. speaking of heel, let's talk about the, the, the heel profits. I the, like the it. Profits. With it. I don't know what Lashley means by him not working with the product. I think it's I think it's a swerve because that means you rush the entire storyline with between him, the profits, and everybody else. Well, we saw a whole different version of the street profits on. SmackDown last night, and right, listen, I like it. I like it. Now it's it's it's. I'm all pro profit. So yeah, I said that too. before. Say that aggression. Again. That's my take for the pot for the episode. Listen, new aggression, and I feel like you know a couple of weeks ago we had the Street Profits kind of stare down Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I think that's going to lead to something. But here's the thing: I don't I don't know if it's going to lead something with KO and Sami. I think it's going to lead something to them and those tag team titles. Yes, um, suppose, they, they're, suppose they, they're trying to split the tag team titles at some point between Raw and SmackDown again. Yeah, nah. it's hurting the, the brand, like split the titles already. And then Bobby Lashley could go after the U.S. title. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then and then it was interesting that they had the heel profits. I'm going to call them the heel profits because that's what they are now. Featured so much yesterday on SmackDown. So it seems like they're trying to establish them as sort of this dominant team with Bobby Lashley in tow. Obviously, a couple events happened between that and the bloodline in there as well, where uh, we saw <laughs> Mia Yim slap the soul out of uh, <laughs> Jimmy Uso. <laughs> yeah, but, that was <laughs> that that was such a perfectly timed time thing. And then they had the heel profits in that in that moment too. Right after it, it was, it was like holy shit! Like she literally slapped the soul out of him, and then all of a sudden you get the heel profits. <laughs> I was like, what the. Fuck? If anybody I, caught I just, that, that was that. That's been the uh, meme talk of online. The just slapping the soul out of him. I just, you know, I, I love this change of character uh, for the street profits because it's like you know they went from being you know uh, these crowd favorites now all suits serious aggressive, and now they just mean business. I think the you more know? serious one out of them, though, I'm gonna throw it at you. I think Angelo seems more serious now than. Because Montana. everybody yeah, takes to him to be the weaker one of the two, and they pretty much go hand in hand. Uh, I, ha- I have Montez significantly above. The Street Profits yes. Dawkins, is, you but... need one to have the other. 
So yeah. everybody sees Montez as the bigger prospect, but it's like, yo, don't forget, it takes two to tango. Yeah, no, but I love, I guess you could see the progression of Dawkins because Dawkins, uh, you know, he was always more of the goofy one in the group, and now he's more of the serious one. Right. Like right. you see him just come out, his face is like, it's yeah, almost like no. a, his face, how his demeanor changed. So it reminds me of like how Ken Shamrock used to come out, just like with the straight face, serious demeanor, just wanted to beat the shit out of everybody. And then that's it. That's how I see Dawkins coming out. I don't know. If, I'm not comparing the two, but just the straight face more. I mean, if you call Dawkins Ken Shamrock, that's a very good, that's a very good compliment. Yeah. yeah just like, so- just the seriousness of like, his character, I think, like how he's coming out. Like, I don't know if yes, I know y'all been watching it, but if you see, like, he's had more of the serious demeanor to his face in mm-hmm. recent weeks since the heel, you know, heel prophets have been teased for a while, and now we're full fledged heels. Yeah, I'm full prophet, so whatever goes on, I support good, bad, and different. So I, I, I think I've it's it's interesting. From the beginning, it's interesting. Just, that would yeah. be interesting, but future yeah. obviously with them. What yeah, no, the, the tag team division needed a spark been kind of like i don't want to say stale but it kind of has been stale for a bit and and uh i think henry just said these titles need to be split up asap because talks of a survivor series that's the rumor i've been i've been seeing online a lot that's perfect because you know it it just holds uh teams hostage you know it's like all right you know judgment day they, they have both titles but if they have the one title and then the other title you know they so lost like some. Here's the thing. They're gonna rebrand the title. I mean, some, some Survivor Series. They're gonna rebrand the titles. No, you're good. They're gonna rebrand the titles, sort of uh how they did in the future, like the past, with uh you know how they did the world heavyweight and then they have you know they got rid of sort of retired, not retired, yeah. but sort of changed the name of the universal title. Why not? So now they're gonna do that with the Texas so probably get like the world tag team titles and then another name. And then yeah. the other rumor I saw her different sources online was that like PW, I forget I forget who I was zero, a whole bunch of people talk about it is they want to add like weight classes to it, possibly sort of like UFC style. Well, they had it before. Point. They had the two heavyweight championships. They had right. the light heavyweight. They had the cruiserweight. So they, they want to do a trios. They want to do a trios tile. That'll be more appeasing. To trios. The they want to do a trios tile, but their trios tile wants to be done differently than AEW. So theirs wants to be more of two men and a woman. So sort of having like a team like that. But then that would help teams sort of like if you think about it, the Viking Raiders. Alpha Academy and whoever else you have out there that has you know women manager and then two male wrestlers that would help you know the even uh Prophet, the Street Prophets and Bianca yeah you think uh the OC you can get uh Carl Anderson yeah EAM. so it's could be done and it could be done differently than AEW which would be an interesting thing but I don't know about like weight divisions and weight classes because then you're talking about sort of like if a wrestler was this weight they had to stay in this thing they can never go for that title I don't know how I feel about that because there's think a lot of options. Ray Mysterio is always the biggest underdog. Weight class, don't bring back, don't put the weights. Just put this category. Like, hey, Correct. Like, this is what we're doing. Like, light heavyweight, light, heavyweight was, light heavyweight and hardcore were great championships to have with people who weren't doing the heavyweight right. scene. And those and those championships were people who weren't, like, who, who didn't get a chance to do the main event scene were doing gonna, those matches. I'm going to say this. Hurt Business 2.0. We got the Heel Profits. Soon to be probably Bianca Belair once her heel turn is finalized and yeah. possibly the one name they've been teasing to join along with them and i think it's going to happen is a turning heel again carmelo hayes yeah i mean it's, it's been teased i don't know i would be if y'all, been seeing, if y'all been seeing it but it's been teased and there's been some friction between him and trick i think trick is going to be more face even though i do like trick 
and he's super over. So yeah, he's well, a he's another one that's that, improved. That's something we have to keep an eye on. Also, what happened on last night's SmackDown was John Cena's mystery partner finally revealed. Yeah. So it was supposed to be AJ Styles, but AJ Styles got um, attacked by Solo. Uh, well, not Solo, more of uh, Jimmy. Well, um, both of them. I would say both of them. Really, uh, well, the, I guess you could say this a version of the bloodline. So now it's going to be Solo and Jusso against John Cena and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Did any of you guys catch the, what's it called, Kevin Patrick? Everybody was shitting on him on Twitter about calling a neck breaker his finishing move, the blood force trauma. Kevin Patrick, the announcer from a. Who? Yeah. He called it move wrong and everybody got mad. Who? We don't care about him, bro. We care about the consensus. Yes. But my thing is also as a wrestling fan, if we know what a neck breaker is, which I think all three of us know what a neck breaker is compared to what his I mean, finishing move is. What? What am I going to show you with? I don't know. Grab a pillow. <laughs> but yeah, yes. rest, yeah, rest is fighting broomsticks. Yes, but what I'm trying to say is we basically know what a neck breaker is, correct? All three of us, we should know. To call his move the is basically his blunt force trauma move and call and mistake it for neck breaker for that's a big thing for me too. Just because in terms of storytelling for wrestling, we us three like storytelling for wrestling. And basically it was a big pop LA night coming out, being revealed as Cena's partner. Obviously signing the contract, but to call his move the wrong thing, it's like you got it, you gotta do better. I'm just gonna just throw that out there. Uh, yeah, we do not care. I think LA Knight being John Cena's partner, it is a big deal. Uh, Correct. This just leads me to believe that LA Knight is possibly next in line. Push to the moon. Or pretty soon we'll have a date with Roman Reigns. He is. So is is AJ. Yeah, so I think think AJ gets first crack. He is. That's the first program. AJ and him, and then LA Knight's the second one. That's what I've heard. Yes. I'm all for it because this is this is pretty much all about LA Knight. You know, John Cena doesn't need this and Solo and Jimmy, they don't need this. It's LA Knight. It's it's trying to elevate LA Knight to another level, which, you know, you're getting the endorsement from John Cena and now you're getting a potential main event scene or storyline. This is, you know, this is a major storyline. This is a bloodline storyline. Listen, um, I can't just gonna say this i cannot wait for this match but i just can't wait to what unfolds with the bloodline we got the bloodline judgment day cody it's just so much going on with this and i can't yeah, wait but- for i can't wait for survivor series because this is going to pop off into what happens in survivor series guaranteed to be honest yeah there's a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, pieces to this bloodline storyline for me personally it's, it's jimmy uso getting that Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso down the line, but the focus here on SmackDown, Jimmy Uso, kind of like, not like acting as if he is the tribal chief. Right. Um, And, and running things, Uh, him and, and, and Solo basically taking Anybody see roster. Solo's mannerisms? I don't know if y'all been catching the mannerisms for Solo. Maga-esque. He's, it's, yeah, it looks like he's getting I would tired. Say a, a tired of it and he's annoyed. He's getting annoyed, yeah. He almost broke character yesterday. I don't know if y'all saw it on TV when me and Yen slapped the soul out of slapped the soul out of him. I'm like I saw, lie. like I, I saw a smirk go up here, but then he just had to like sort of like stop. Like Jimmy sold that, Jimmy. bro, Jimmy. and she did it, and she did a fantastic job doing nailing it too. Yeah, 
because the placement had to be on point. And you just you, you hear his reaction after, like, I, I don't think they were supposed to happen. He's like, damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was but, cracking um, up when he but did yeah, that. He, listen, um, when LA Knight came out, again, huge pop. Yeah, right. And, yeah. you know, I'm all for it. You know, I love this tag team. You know, the fact that you're having LA Knight team up with one of the greatest of all time in John Cena against Solo and Jimmy, it's a beautiful thing that, that we're going to be witnessing. And I just wish that we get to see a, a solo solo match with John Cena because it kind of reminds me of John Cena's days against Umaga, you know? And I kind of want to relive that storyline because uh, uh, John Cena and, and Umaga had a great feud, uh, right. they did. you know, back oh, then. What, six and months? I, might have been longer. I don't remember how long, but they, they might had have been longer. Some, but they had a great feud back then. They had a long, just, long rivalry, those two. Yeah, you kind of relive that. You can relive that with Solo, so. And I want to um, touch on something that you said, Soda, too, about, you know, you said the Jimmy and Jey Uso. We're going to get a taste of that come Survivor Series, I think. Yeah, I think we're going to gonna be different. And I can't, more, I can't wait, because the tension between all these teams that is going to be in Survivor Series and is building up more, it's going to make for a good show. Probably yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the better shows this year. I'm just going to throw that out there now. Yeah, so, I mean, the seeds are planned for that match. Then we're probably going to get a moment at Survivor Series, as you said. We're probably going to get a moment at the Royal Rumble, where one eliminates the other. I believe... And there goes Jay, your Mania match. Yeah, I believe Jay eliminates Jimmy. And just, just to touch on, you know, the War Games matches and whatnot for Survivor Series, remember, we get two War Games matches. So we were talking about previously before a way to debut Jade. That'd be another way to possibly debut her in a War Games match as a mystery partner. Yeah. Another possible way. I didn't think of that until now, so yeah. So we all know that tonight is NXT, No Mercy. One of the greatest greatest video games ever made, No Mercy, if you ever had N64, just to throw that out there. (laughs) It really was one of the greatest games. What do they have? They have six matches on the card. Well, seven with the pre-show. So I'm going to go down the card real quick. You guys, you know, give me your predictions. So sure. Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan. Davenport wins. I think Kalani wins. I think Gigi's in the course of the match. Uh, I'm with you uh, on that one, Henry. We have the fatal four-way match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. It's the family, Tony D'Angelo and Stax versus the Creed Brothers. Versus Humberto Carrillo uh, and have Al- heard that Angel name Garza. in a long time, man. Yeah, word. <laughs> word versus OTM family. I feel like the family hasn't had much. I think the family's going to win too, but I, I don't, don't need them to lose right now. I think they're going to make OTM look big in this match. I will say that. Well, you know, it's funny you should say that because I was watching that, watching them last episode of uh, NXT, and I'm like. They're still pretty relatively new. They have potential, right. um, but you know, major players on if booked properly, they're gonna make them look. They're gonna make them look big in this match to elevate them. I think they're not gonna yeah, win, the but they're they're gonna make them look good. I'm really stuck between the family and, and Carillo and Garza because you know the way the vignettes, you know, of of Carillo and Garza. I was like, all right, they're probably gonna. Try to elevate them. They're going to elevate um, them too. That's another team I was going to. I didn't. Yeah. Get, so I mean, them too. But then again, it's like the family hasn't had 
listen, when the family won the tag team titles, I was happy for them, but they haven't done much with the tag titles. So right now, the family's sort of a tweener, too. I don't think they're full, full, full-fledged full faces, but I don't think they're full-fledged heels. Yeah. Obviously, the family's expanded. Obviously, you know, right now they have more people debuting with them in the future. So, so we're all in agreement with the family, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Right, I don't cool. see any, any other... Other teams yeah. will be made look good than that, so yeah. that's what we agree to. We have NXT Heritage Cup match, Noam Dar versus Butch. I want Butch to win this, but I think Noam Dar is going gonna, is gonna to retain. I say Butch. And for the reasons of metaphor, the entrance is insane. I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. I really do, I really, I really do enjoy their entrance. It is, it is fire. But I think they're over already as a established team and i think they're trying to push butch again aka pete dunn he needs needs to to win more they need to bring it back so if he wins that's a big boost for him and whatnot Um, so i I think it would be him but it wouldn't be wrong if gnome dar won either so i'm I'm gonna go i'm 50 50 on this one to be honest i'm 50 50 on this one too i guess i'll lean a little bit more towards norm dar as much as i want pete dunn to win but yeah then we have nxt north american championship match with Dragon Lee as a special guest referee, Dominic Mysterio versus Trick Williams. This is where I have a feeling Dom might actually lose Trick because the situation with Dragon Lee. So I'm going with Trick. Yep, me too. And I think I'm going with Trick because of the way they've been establishing him, the way they've been building him up. Ever since he got that walkout on that one that one episode not too long ago, I was like, oh, well, this is about the uh, change of pace for this man now. And look where he's at now. He is, he is white hot right now. And right. you got you to gotta keep it going. I just feel like there's going to be a major swerve here. It could be. And as much as it kind of seems like obvious that Williams might win, I think the odd, that's funny because the odds are in Trick Williams' favors. I think I'm going to go with Dominic Mysterio here. They're, they're doing this storyline with Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. I was just going to say that about that. Which too. I think Trick Williams will eventually go after Carmelo Hayes. A heel Carmelo Hayes, not a face Carmelo Hayes. I I don't know. Can't really I don't really know. I think because... Melo's mannerisms have been more heelish lately, and I think Tricks has been more face. I don't see it making sense if you're talking about storytelling purposes where you would have Melo be the face and, and Trick be here, because it seems like Melo's been sort of distancing himself and on the phone and saying, Oh, this and that, blah blah blah, saying, Oh, I don't I don't, you know, mind street profits doing what they're doing and making comments like that. That's not really something well, I, I, I see it. I see it two ways. I see it as Trick Williams gets jealous that yeah. Carmelo Hayes is is a champion and he's not, and goes after Hayes. Or you can do a face versus face in Trick Williams versus Carmelo Hayes. Let's say, let's say Trick Williams beats Carmelo Hayes, and then Carmelo Hayes turns heel. Or you could get a situation like you said, where some type of swerve where Trick acts mellow. Come down to help me in the ring just to keep an eye on things to make sure you don't get no shenanigans from Judgment Day. And then Melo sort of ghosts him and doesn't come down and helps him, and he loses the master Dominic Mysterio. I could see that happening too. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, you know, or let's say, yeah, if Judgment Day comes. He's on his phone. He's on his phone saying he's handling business like he did last time. He said he forgot to come down and lost track of time. He apologized. And Trick said, you're supposed to be my boy. And that's where it sort of leads to a match of one being a heel, one being a face. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. Braun Breaker. Get yeah, Corbin Braun the fuck out. He, he, you know what? Corbin should have got cut. I'll say that now. Damn. The fuck up. Damn. Corbin. Listen. Corbin is actually. Fuck believe it. Baron Corbin. Next. I have, I have a question. <laughs> what did Baron Corbin do to you? 
lot of things. Well, let's elaborate because you have so much hate for Baron Corbin. Being signed to WWE. Damn. Next. Listen, he is, first of all, yes, Baron Corbin's character is a little stale, but he A is little. Also, they tried to make it the JBO 2.0, how that worked listen, out. Yeah, well, that's booking. Again, that's not really happening. <laughs> but listen, believe it or not, he is one of the workers that a lot of wrestlers request to work with because he is one of the safest in the ring. That, and, he cool. also, and he also makes a lot of people look good in matches. That, that, so that's that, why that, people that, like working cool. with him. That's cool. When is he going to look good? That's up but, to booking. But, but, but that's they had, they had yeah. him looking good when he that's, was alone. That's actually out of his control. Hey man, look. They he was the lone wolf, his best him, one. That's not his control. Yeah, they give him whack ass gimmicks, and then lone, lone wolf Corbin was the man. This Corbin now, what was it? Wait, sad Corbin, happy Corbin. Yeah, I mean, happy Corbin. Get bumped out. Yo, yo, enjoy again. Enjoy impact, Papa. Oh, again, yeah, you're gonna have to. He's doing, he's doing whatever he has to do, but good. Make do what you're supposed to do. He's trying he's to come back. Happy. He's trying to come back to the old. Groundbreaker wins this. Yeah, of course we know that already. Breaker sweep. All right. Extreme Rules match for the NXT Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. Stratton's not getting it yet. Becky Lynch retains. I do see, uh, I do see some outside interference between a Kiana James. Obviously, she's gone after Becky. And I see and Lyra. Sort of, and Lyra trying to aid Becky. So I sort of see that being a possibility as well. So, But I think Becky retained here. I think they have a long-term, longer path of who's going to be a future champion. I think the next champion after who Dion's Becky is going to be somebody who has not been champion yet. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm going with uh, Becky Lynch here. I feel like, the, uh, to be completely honest with you guys, this is the match that I'm looking forward to the most. Not only because it's an Extreme Rules match, I just kind of want to see more of Tiffany Stratton because Tiffany Stratton has slowly becoming one of those individuals that has that checks all the boxes and she's a future superstar in the making so she's almost she's almost there honestly yeah she's she's, almost ready for the main roster she's truly almost there and i feel like with a loss here tiffany might might be on the way to the main roster who knows i mean i don't think there's much left for her to do but a hell of a match i just i i can't wait for it whenever it happens would be Charlotte Flair versus Tiffany. That would be a... I'm sure it'll happen down the road. Absolute clinic of wrestling. The fact, you know, how athletic Tiffany Stratton is, the way she can perform a swan tom bomb and a, a moonsault, she's just not a simple pretty face. No, she can actually wrestle. So, yeah, uh, yeah. so shout out to her. Uh, and then the main event, the NXT Championship match, Carmelo Hayes versus Dragunov. You know, Dragonoff. I'm I'm gonna be different. Dragonoff has been pushed to the moon and different things like that. And it would be interesting to see Dragonoff as champion because he's like had taste of it and hasn't got it. And he's changed his look. He's changed his demeanor and a lot of different things that he's done recently. I'm gonna go Dragonoff this time. I'm gonna change it up. So I thought of another scenario, right? Where real quick before we move on. Trick Williams might win the NXT champion, the NXT North American Championship, and, and Carmelo lose, he lose here, and then Carmelo kind of gets jealous of Trick Williams. That's a possibility here. That's um, also the that's a heel turn. There you go. Another yeah, reason. That's, that's possibly here heel turn. I really don't know where to go here. I'll go Carmelo Hayes because I feel like eventually might see that Carmelo Hayes versus Trick Williams. So yeah. I'm going with Carmelo Hayes here. And you know. But I wouldn't be surprised if Dragon of One. 
wouldn't be surprised. Be- before you move on, there's uh, two matches I forgot we mentioned during the here about NXT. That I forgot to mention something. Don't forget for the Braun Breaker Baron Corbin match. There's also the Von Wagner element that we're forgetting about. Obviously, they took him out, but there's there's that element. Don't forget that. And then when we talked about the Blair match, but don't forget Gigi and her have that tension, so that could happen. And then there's other people involved in that feud too. So there's multiple paths that could happen during a lot of these matches. So we might get a. Pe- Match tonight with a lot of different swerves. We might get a pay-per-view with just a yeah. shit ton of swerves. Um, as you, uh, well, as most wrestling fans know, tomorrow is Wrestle Dream. So we're quickly uh, going down the card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten matches. I'll quickly go down the card and you guys give me your predictions real quick. So you have uh, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros versus and Orange Cassidy versus the Guns. Winners get a future AEW tag tag team title shot. The Guns? The Guns? Okay. You know, it's funny. I was actually thinking the Guns, too. They need that push against us, Adam. So I was thinking that, too. Cool. Uh, I'm going with the new tag team of uh, Hook and Orange Cassidy. That's That was my 1B. That team. So yeah, that I, was I was between the Guns and them. So I, 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 don't, I don't hate that. There's that a either. lot of options to go with. Ricky, the Starks, Ricky Starks versus Wheel of Yuta. Ooh, that's a hard one. I'm going with Ricky. He's going with Yuta. I'm going with You know what? Ricky's been pretty over, but I'm gonna go with Yuta too. Okay. Uh for the strong open weight and ring of honor world championships, you have Eddie Kingston versus Shibata. Kingston. There's no way Eddie loses right away. Yeah, there's no way Eddie. If Eddie Kingston loses both titles here, that whole that whole greatness run he's had goes for nothing if he loses. Yeah, it's Kingston. There's no they, um, if, if they book him to lose, that is probably the worst booking decision of the year. Yeah, oh, we have uh, Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart for the TBS Championship, ooh, ooh. and this is hard because if I'm not mistaken, is Julia Hart undefeated? Yes, recently, yes. I'm well, gonna go Julia Hart. I, as, much as, I like Chris, as much as I like Statlander, I think Julia Hart just the way they've been booking her. She just um, got it. So I'm going with Statlander here. Yeah. Well, Unless we get some interference and Statlander, Julia Hart wins, but Statlander retains. I could see that happening yeah. too. Brian Danielson versus Zach Sabre Jr. Oh, this is tough. I can't wait I'm going to go with Danielson. I'm going to go with Zach Sabre. I feel like this is the start of Danielson's retirement tour, so I'm going with Danielson. Um, Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. <laughs> I want Strickland to do something, but Heyman Page about to smoke him. So I'm going Heyman Page. I'm gonna go Swerve. I think he needs more of the push since uh, I, I was just about to say that. I think Swerve needs this the most. Hangman's already established. Hangman absolutely gains absolutely nothing from winning. In fact, he probably, the... in fact, he'll probably get more higher ups for winning. It don't matter. Yeah, but that higher up uh, hierarchy, that's another topic for another day, but he doesn't I'm need I'm saying, go with, so, Yeah, no, I agree. I agree a thousand percent what you're saying, but for booking purposes, it needs to be smart. We see, so had a lot of quests to complain the past um, No, I agree. I, I pay-per-views by I percent agree with you, be with that. <laughs> FTR versus Aussie Open for the AEW Tag Team Championships. FTR. FTR. Yeah, I don't see You, thought, you thought that gun charge was going to stop him? Hell no. Hell no. But Aussie Open is going to give him a match. So let's okay. Let's go with that. Um, Chris Jericho versus Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega 
and Ibushi versus Takeshka, Guevara, and Will Ospreay. The Don Callis family is going to win. Ain't no way you unite this group to not do anything. No, I think, yeah, Chris Jericho's at a point where he likes putting old wrestlers and established and, and stars. So, and so has Omega. Omega has uh, has put over Takeshka twice. Yes. I think, well, I think part of it is also Omega hears a lot of the noise that everybody says that he's... And let's not forget the best wrestler in AEW is probably going to get the pin for the win, Will Ospreay. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking Guevara picks up uh, the pin over Jericho. Yeah, you so think so? Just put a, state, put a statement on this whole, like, fuck you. I'm, I'm yeah, playing now. pretty much. Good point. This Good one, point. MJF in a handicap match defending the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships against the Righteous. So I'm going to say this now. If, if, actually I lied, when MJF does this whole thing, it's going to be an even bigger statement on the fact that they like, oh, no, I'm untouchable in the business today. So you're going with MJF. I'm going to, go, I'm going to, I'm going to reach and go to MJF. Twelve ones, you know, it'd be like I'm that. Going with MJF as well. I don't, I don't see him losing it. He is insanely hot right now in AEW. He is one of the hottest storylines. Him and Adam Cole. Some them. I'm waiting for the whole Adam Cole. Where were you? <laughs> you know. Well, well, we'll get to that in a second. And then the main event. Christian Cage versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. Not only will Christian Cage win and talk about somebody's dad, somebody's dead dad or dead mom, Edge is going to show up. Yeah, they've been teasing teasing that for a minute. As Adam Copeland. Yeah, so if you really look at this, Darby has the numbers game. Darby has the numbers game. Darby has Nick Wayne and he has Sting. Oh, do we forget about the... Nick Wayne about to get slapped around like a, like a pubescent child against uh, Luchasaurus today? You forgot about that. Christian Cage has Luchasaurus, right? You've heard a, a lot of rumblings about AEW in, or Edge heading to AEW being closer than ever. And his contract with WWE is up right before Wrestle Dream. Um, today. This last day. To, today, right. And they, they have already uh, removed Edge from the intros. From the internal roster, I think you see Edge. Honestly, I, I think that major debut that they kind of been teasing—it's Edge. I mean, listen, I think it is. But they also teased other debuts too. So let's not let's not forget that. But but here's the thing: AEW absolutely loves doing Easter eggs, and one Easter egg that Christian Cage mentioned that I mentioned the last podcast has said, "Oh, I didn't have my original tag team partner with me or my normal tag team." And I feel like tomorrow that's going to happen. It's going to be Edge. Yeah. As Adam Copeland. I, th- I think Edge is copyrighted by, uh, it by is. WWE. Correct. Now, is it? Now, yeah. So, so Adam Copeland and Christian Cage will be teaming up. Yeah. And, and then, then Edge just gets the bump. <laughs> let's, let's talk about, I think one of the things that was most talked about was the ending to AEW Dynamite, the cliffhanger. So, uh, uh, so MJF did it? So. After so after the whole uh, Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page segment, they cut to the back where you see four individuals attacking Jay White, who earlier that night confronted MJF. And watching was so you know four individuals attacking Jay White, but then there was one watching, so there was five in total. And that one individual had the iconic devil mask that is used by MJF. Right. Now, I ask you guys, who do you think is in that devil mask? 
a lot of people a lot of people online were saying it was between Adam Cole and Edge, but I don't see it being Edge since he's gonna be there with Christian. I think people were saying it's Adam Cole. And I just I don't know how it can be if he has the broken ankle unless it's a fake injury and they're just I I, I think it's work. So uh, real quick, I think it's I think it's work. And I even made a video and I posted it. I think, you know, the one behind that devil mask is either three there's three options, right? I think it's Adam Cole. It could be either Britt Baker or Maria Canellis, right? Mm. Or or it could be right if Edge does not Edge does not show up for Christian, then I'm leaning more towards Edge. But uh let's break this down real quick. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, I think, has been faking this ankle injury. And I think one of the guys that attacked Jay White strongly resembled Roderick Strong. So you think he's gonna bring back his original faction from when he wrestled in I think, before? I think he's going to merge the kingdom with the undisputed era. So you're gonna get Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. I don't know if Bobby Roderick Fish, Strong. When, Bobby by the way, Fish when you refer to Bobby Fish, you refer to Soto's main man, Bobby Fish. <laughs> Bobby Fish. Um, so we would get Bobby Fish, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick so, Strong, so, and who else? So, who else? Mike Bennett. So there, was, so, so there was five individuals, right? I think so. The one against the wall, I think that was Roderick Strong. Now the two that that took Jay White and kind of like threw him, I think that's Mike Bennett and Taven. Now yes, those that's are another fourth, that was a fourth individual who was just kicking him. I think, yeah, that could be Bobby Fish or that could be the returning Kyle O'Reilly. Because let's just say if Adam Cole lied about his injury, he was recently interviewed about, oh, how's Bobby, how's Kyle O'Reilly's status? He could have been lying about that too. So the we got to face, face MJF and heal Adam Cole? That was going to happen? Yes, absolutely. And after what was it all, all in or all, all out? I forgot which one was it. Uh, there was a backstage segment of Adam Cole talking with MJF, and behind Adam Cole was the Devil Mask. It was on right. Adam Cole's side. So I think again, I mentioned AEW love putting in cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's I think it's uh, Adam Cole. Well, I think Adam Cole is somewhat involved, right? Now the yeah. person in the Devil Mask seemed thin. Right, very thin, not not bulky. So, and Adam Cole isn't you know the strongest guy, right? He's a pretty thin person. Now, again, I was like, all right, what if it's a woman, right? What if they actually paired up Adam Cole with Britt Baker, or you know, since Matt Taven and Mike Bennett usually come out with Maria Canellis, and Maria Canellis is part of the Kingdom, have it be her, or that person in in the Devil Mask was just a placeholder until they finally decide who they want to reveal. But honestly, I do feel that Adam Cole is involved with that. Could be. And I said, he could be one of the, the four attackers, or he could be the one behind the devil in mask. But I think fans have to realize what a master manipulator Adam Cole has been. Because it is because of Adam Cole that MJF is wrestling on a weekly basis. It is because of Adam Cole that now MGF is doing the handicap match, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just feel at this point, Adam Cole is taking advantage of the so-called friendship um, with MJF. And 
that's why I think MJF retains against the righteous because I feel like when MJF goes up against Matt Haven and Bennett, that's when he loses the title. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a name out there that's also being involved with MJF. As we saw one of the things the other day, Captain Asino shows no mercy. It might as well just want to be Big Show. No, no, Cap- Captain Asino now. He shows no mercy. You know that. That movie's legendary. Can't can't change that. Wow. So, can't, I, 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 can't I, so I, I think AEW, uh, I think they're great. That would have been spot. That would have been bad if he ate with Big Show wore the master, right? They all, no way. We all know motherfucker. <laughs> it's fucking Paul White. What are you doing? It's like he would be obvious. Him and Mark Henry, you could spot from a mile away. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just think this Adam Cole, Roger Strong, and the Kingdom basically setting up MJF. Like I think they want people to believe it's MJF, but yeah, I don't see that happening. And mm-hmm. um yeah, I think AEW has done a great job with this cliffhanger because storylines like this that brings the most attention. So right now, I really can't wait see what's next what if it i'm gonna throw one more thing before we move on what if it is mjf and he's part of the kingdom that's remade too what if what if whatever it takes to preserve that championship mjf will do we've seen that in the past i say it's mjf this there's a lot of questions there's a lot of questions because it's like all right uh, where were the guns and Juice Robinson where, when jay white was being attacked especially after the week prior it was a big promo after the show Backstage with Jay White going through a big ass Madison Juice and everybody talking all that shit, you know, excited. So there's a lot, there's lot, there's lots to break down. This is like I just think you all have to like focus like twenty. Yeah, a lot. There's lots to 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 break down. Yeah, that's why like we have to focus on what happens next because I I just feel like within every attack or within every segment you're gonna drop Easter eggs. I feel yeah the the first Easter egg. I think one of the guys was Roderick Strong because it looked like he had a neck brace. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, he kind of looks like Roderick Strong. And then the devil's mask. And then we saw, you know, Adam Cole's interaction with, with MGF. So, but uh, anyway, uh, on to some impact news. Sammy Callahan uh, appears to be a free agent of very, very soon. Uh, resign. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think he, he's heading up? I say uh, to resign. I think. WWE wants him sort of like as a creative input and different things and whatnot. And also, does he do want to be creative? He doesn't want to wrestle. I don't know if he wants to wrestle anymore. He said he would take a role with WWE if he had some creative input and a whole bunch of different things. He wouldn't mind mentoring wrestlers. He said he said that in the past. I think I think he'll he'll do the independent circuit for a bit, mm-hmm. and and if WWE were to sign him, I think it's to be either like a producer or to be some sort of creative. I don't think. It would be anything wrestling related. I could Trip, again. I could be wrong. Okay. Trip, Triple H wants him as a sort of creative input and sort of like a producer. So yeah, right. You know where he would fit best? NXT. And he said that Triple H wants him. That that was that was the first thing, first name that Triple H said he wants to get is Sam Callahan. Yeah, and we've seen Sam Callahan's promos. So he's listen. If he's available and he's up for that role, he would help not, a lot. Right? Of, he would help a lot of wrestlers with his promo stuff. So, yeah. yeah, and. The very, very last topic we have on today's show is matches, well, some matches already announced for Bound of Glory. And to be honest with you, I'm pretty excited. So far, four matches have been announced. Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey, which should be an absolute banger. 
we have the Impact X Division Championship match between Chris Sabin and Kenta. Uh, the Impact Knockouts World Championship match between Trinity and Mickey James. And the Impact World Championship match between Alex Shelley and Josh Alexander, who never lost the championship in the first place. Josh Alexander's winning. Will Ospreay's winning. Osprey is winning for sure. Well, well, you know, this is uh, pretty soon to give out our predictions, but the fact that Chris Saban is X Division champ, the fact that Alex Shelley is world champion, you know, Impact World Championship, we might see Chris Saban do an option C and cash in. And, you know, they're tag team champions, so it makes makes a lot of sense. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, a lot of wrestling coming up this way uh, this weekend. Yeah, a lot. And within the coming weeks, yeah, there's so much, so much to keep uh, an eye out for free agents. I mean, listen, you have a uh, AEW kind of like uh, the roster; they're vouching for for them to sign Ziggler. Where's Mustafa Ali ending up? Yeah, uh, they also want independent names too. So don't forget, we got Mercedes contracts going to be up soon with New Japan. Yeah, at some point. And and, and Mar- Mar- they want they want to get Mariah May. That's another big name that's out there for them. They're trying to voice to their women's division, AEW. They want to make it a prominent thing. So that's two big names to watch out for. Yeah. Mercedes Monet on their roster would be a big get for them. I'm saying thing Mariah May. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack when the uh, when the time comes. So we'll just, you know, wait and see and how this goes. A whole yeah. lot of time before Mania. You know, everything we'll between see Mania if and any, is going to be intense. We'll see if there's any more CM Punk references along the way. The Survivor Series around the corner. It's in what month and a half, and it's in Chicago. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised, it's baby. And his contract is up around Survivor Series, and, that, and, that, and that's the thing. Every, every, everybody's, everybody's suddenly kind of wanting to bring CM Punk into WWE. And Sean and when this happens, I'm gonna go to both of you. I said, I told you so. Now let's see if he stays in this time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you had Shawn Michaels saying, oh, yeah, you know, you'll be welcome in NXT. Then you had, you know, uh, Eddie had mentioned Jay Cargill saying nice words about CM Punk. Then you had Cody, you know, uh, and then you had Cody and Seth kind of both, you know, saying, oh, best in the world kind of references. And it's like, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, love to hate him, but the man's going to be around. We'll see how that pans out. (laughs) But, you know, if he signs with WWE, like, that's just, to be honest with you, that would be such a major blow to AEW. Hey, man, it'd be like that. You know, believe it or not, believe it or not, into the moment you signed him. Everybody else, it goes hand in hand. If he was so bad, why did it take him so long to get, get fired from WWE? So, the quote she said before we uh, wrap was CM, CM Punk told her, don't be a pushover. And then basically stay true to who you are and said that the fact that he told me to stand what I believe in and don't be a pushover. And that stuck with me. And she said, he's a great guy. So he gave her words. What has Punk been doing his entire career? Everywhere he goes. Hey, man. I was going to say. As we wrap things up, can uh, somebody post some, somebody show the uh, the link tree, please? As we appreciate everybody tuning in weekend. This will be the end of today's episode. Ah, look at all that. Look at the love. Look what we see. I see Spotify, I see Apple, YouTube, Instagram, Threads. Soto calls it X. I call it Twitter. We got TikTok, Facebook, Twitch, Discord. You can email us. You could tune us. You could tune into us anytime, anywhere you want. You want to see Soto's pretty face? 
go on Twitter. You want to see Henry's pretty face? You go on, you go on YouTube. Mildly mug, go on Instagram. Yo, we don't matter, bro. We're everywhere. You want to check us out on live on video? We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter slash X, TikTok, Facebook. Can't see us and you want to hear us? We're on Spotify, Google, almost every podcast podcast platform possible. So from said Spotify and Apple, it's a radio public, the Pocket Cast, everything but Westwood One. We are there. If you guys want to create your own podcast the way we have with Sunset Flip, where Henry has with Senpai Says, all you have to do is go on this one app we use, was fully known as Anchor, now known as Podcasters. They have collab with Spotify. It's free and easy. All you need to do is use your email to sign up, and away you go. If you want to promote the way we promote, we use StreamYard. Out the StreamYard for a small nominal fee per month, you will be able to promote wherever you want to promote. The more you want to go, the more you pay, obviously. And it's actually, honestly, it's probably the easiest thing possible. If you want to join everybody to do your own podcast themselves, go on Zoom. Same thing, small nominal fee, and you're good to go. You know, look at that. Someone put the price of everything song on. Dun, 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 dun. I'm saying just showing everything perfectly through. It's lovely. It's lovely. So, college football starts in 20 minutes. My Lions won on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Do the Jets beat the Chiefs on Sunday night? No. <laughs> Do no. the Seahawks beat the, beat the Giants on Monday night? I'm a Jet fan, and I say absolutely, positively, L to the no. Let's go MILF Hunter. Okay, so uh, the... Um, <laughs> I'm wrong. I, you know, Cougar, it's Cougar season now. You know what I'm saying? Although I think the Taylor Swift effect is going to go crazy in general. It's, it's, it's a big day for sports. You have college football. You have, you know, USC by 40. Yeah, wrestling. WWE, no mercy. I think what? Today's the Canal fight, too? Yeah, that's a lot of shit going on today. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going. Yeah, man. Too and much. then tomorrow, tomorrow, AEW wrestling. Last, dream, like, last couple of games of baseball season are coming up. Getting ready to nice double up, up, Yo, actually, wrap oh, up, uh, what's and up with Rodon for the Yankees? He's hurt. I'm gonna just leave it at that. He's hurt. Is he's he hurt? Because he's playing like a bum. He didn't get he didn't get out the he didn't get it one out in the first yesterday. I thought Rodon was nice. He was nice last year. Yankees medical staff needs to be fired. Oh, this is a wrestling podcast, so we don't talk about that. You seem flustered. Yeah. <laughs> So do the Yankee fan, just like me. So we get it. And then Mets World Series 2024. So, uh, oh, all right, fellas. <laughs> so those reaction. Yeah, okay. All right, fellas. I'll talk to you later. Till next time. Laters. Later. Later.